<laughs> are we on? We are now. God damn it. Now it won't even start. Are we doing this? It's no, it's recording. It's recording. I hit going live. Now I just got a will of death because I was on preview and then I was on live. Now. Why are we even playing Dead or Alive? Oh my I'm not prepared God. for it. Well, I mean, I guess um, I am prepared for Dead or Alive game. Oh my God. You at least need to start the show off with the theme song, Douglas. Jesus. We're Doug and Will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome! You're listening to Off the Rails, a podcast that's rarely recorded with little preparation and two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who William! What an absolute shit show. Welcome to Off the Rails. I'm Doug. With me as always, William. We have been doing some pre-pod talking for about 15 minutes um, without recording anything, and it may have been some of the greatest 15 minutes of chit-chat between the two of us we've had in quite some long time, but yep. nobody hit record. Yep. They always said, and Tenacious D, always hit record, always oh. hit record. record. There was no record hitting, hitting, hit. Yeah. And obviously, it threw us for a loop. We started the show off with Dead or Alive. Yep. I didn't even realize that I was listening to dead or alive until you heard me say something. I was like, all right, let's get this party. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's dead or alive. Uh Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, When you you say nobody hit record, you, you mean you, you did not hit record through all of that. Well, yeah, I did not hit record, but neither did you. Now, I don't have the option. You don't have the option, but it still fact remains. Nobody hit record. You know, no. you're putting this all on me. You didn't it, record either. No, I I did not have that option. There's one person. You there's keep... three people here. There's uh-huh. one person who has the ability to hit record. That would be, uh, yeah. according to the name tag here, Rev Smooth. Yeah, that's yeah, me. It's very disappointing. We're off to not a great start. It's been about a month since we last chatted, so um, I, I thought we were really killing it. We were really crushing it. Kind of, kind of defeated, a little bit demoralized. Yeah, but I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to go. Has it really been a month since we've last chatted? I think so. I think it was. I think it's been a month. Uh, we almost. Ah, it's incredible. Last weekend, but I, I shouldn't say almost. I, no, I hit you up on Saturday. You said you'd be available on Sunday. Sunday, crickets. Last night, yeah. Well, then it was. Then, then we had the Indianapolis 500. And that just, you know, I partied on that day. I was, I was like, I was at Indy. You're, you're, you're a big Indy 500 partier. Yeah, I love the Indy 500. Absolutely, I love Indy racing, open wheel racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How did you, how did you party for the Indy 500? <clears throat> well, let me tell you. Uh, cool. I got up uh, at in the late morning hours. Uh, mm-hmm. Made myself uh, a breakfast burrito with some sausage and egg and potato. There might have been some little refried bean schmear on the tortilla. 
some mm. cheese, some salsa. Then, then, my friend, I had uh, I washed that down with some water with some liquid water enhancer. Great flavor. Mm. Um, but this stuff, this stuff is no joke because it's got it's got vitamin B three, B six, and B twelve in it. So you know I went hard. Um, yeah, it's got three of the all three in the water flavor. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then what I had done, um, I watched the race and oh. drank some more of that water with liquid grape in it. So, okay, well, that's an interesting way to say that you partied for the Indy 500, but I'll take it. That's well, okay. I got vocal. I got vocal while I was watching the race. I was like, yeah, come on, Pato. You got it. Palau, where you at? You know, I yelled. I talked to the, to the TV. I, okay. you know, I got pretty intense. Yeah. You know, you said a couple of things uh, through the intro. Uh, one, you said started off as a shit show. Just want to throw that out because that was the original title of the show. So good. Oh, nice. Good. And then nice. you threw out uh, Tenacious D. Just want to mention Tenacious D coming coming to Northwest Arkansas. We got our tickets. Very excited for that. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> You're absolutely welcome. You're absolutely welcome. Um, since we've now turned this into No Judgments Here, a podcast about music, music, news, music tours, music reviews, all things music featuring um, Will and uh, Mike. Uh, yep. What do you think about that new, uh, what do you think about that new MGK rap, MGK rap song that came out a couple weeks ago, you know? No, I, I haven't heard that. I was unaware of <laughs> about MGK over the last couple of weeks, or as Mike calls him, Cap Gun Karen, uh, is the story about the uh, Tyson Ritter from All-American Rejects. Uh, got threatened by mgk trying to do some notes with megan megan fox that's all i know i haven't heard the rap song I haven't heard it i'll have to i'll have to check it out trying to do some notes he was trying to do some they were in a movie together uh tyson ritter and uh, megan fox uh he went to her her studio box her what are those her uh, mobile home those okay. tra- trailer sure. he went to the trailer to talk about how he when she died in the movie how he wanted to <clears throat> his hand uh, down her throat or his fingers down her throat. And it, it sets MGK off apparently according to Tyson. God dang it. Well, that's a bad look for him. He came out, uh, he came out with a new rap song. It's called pressure. Pressure. Um, It came out, I think two weeks ago. It's some classic MGK. I think it's fantastic. He switches up the, the beat three times. So it's damn near like you're getting three songs in one. Um, I think it's great. I think this is great. You want to hear a little touch of it right now? You're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. I've been waiting to hear something about, uh, this song on no judgments here. Um, I haven't heard anything. Obviously it's already on my liked playlist. Um, I've been playing a lot of it. That's not bad. It's not a bad snippet. I don't mind that. It's been a long ride. We doing this one for Money T. Keep his name alive. Yes. Yeah, it's good. I think you should listen to it. Um, And, you know, you guys aren't, and I say this with love, no disrespect, you guys might not pick up on a lot of things that he's saying. Um, which would make it less enjoyable when maybe you don't understand the things that are coming out of his mouth. So, is that what it's called? That he's got some goose eggs in the song. Hidden eggs, hidden eggs. Uh, 
eggs. Easter Easter eggs. Some Easter, Easter songs. Is that people say that? People say whenever you've got some meaning behind your lyrics that yeah. maybe people don't understand that that's called Easter eggs. Some like some, like when you're in a movie um and it's like in the in the sequel they may throw some references to the first movie perhaps uh or maybe you you've done a remake and uh they're redoing it and they may throw some uh some references to the the original they i think that they call that easter eggs okay yeah well then i guess we could say he's got some easter eggs in the song um so i highly recommend for my point is uh, if you like reaction videos, where do you even know what a reaction video is? You know what a reaction video is, right? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like if you just take the the term reaction video, it sounds like a person making a video reacting to the music. Have you watched any reaction videos on YouTube? Uh, I've seen I've seen some reaction videos of like people listening to Metallica for the first okay. time ever. Yeah, I've seen stuff like that. Nice. Okay. Well, then I recommend you go to. Uh, there's a local rapper. He doesn't live here anymore, and now he's a YouTuber. His name's Screwface John, S C R U Face, and then J E A N. Um, went to Lincoln. Uh, grew up in Lincoln. Rapper toured with uh, a lot of not toured, but opened up for a lot of big names: YG, Young Jeezy, MGK, Kendrick Lamar, um, names like that. Um, he is now a YouTuber, and he does reaction videos and. He does a reaction video to the new MGK song, song Pressure, that breaks down a lot of the lyrics, which helps give a better understanding of what he's talking about. So, in my opinion, you should listen to the song first, and then maybe watch the reaction video of Screwface John, where he breaks it down very well and helps explain those aforementioned Easter eggs. Did Screwface John used to work at Influence? <laughs> he did not, but his hype man uh, did used to work for Influent. And his his name is drawing. I'm drawing a blank on his name. I can picture him, um, but I can't think of his name. Okay, well, that's okay. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, new song out by MGK. It was a fantastic rap song, and uh, I'm a big fan of it. And I've listened to it a lot already. There we go. Welcome back, MGK, to the rap. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to hear you, uh, you and Mike's reviews of it on No Judgments Here, a podcast about music, music, news, music tours, music reviews, and all things music with your host, Will and Mike. Uh, is that on? A, is that going to be on an album, or are we, we we just looking at a standalone single? Right. Well, right now it's a standalone single. I haven't, and I haven't done a lot of research, but I think. We have to assume. Hopefully, he's a man. He's already dropped the ball. He said that if he went number one with his last album. I think he said in Europe and in America, and I believe he did go uh, number one in both, um, that he would drop a rap album in the summer. Uh, but I think that time has come and passed, has it not? From yeah. the time, like we're on this, we're a summer away from the summer already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully he follows through with that, uh, obviously being as late as he is, but he's, he works on a new rap album. And this, I would expect to be a single on the album. But we'll see what happens. It's a good song. Okay. William, another thing uh, that's been going on since we were away. um, Actually, let's back up a little bit. Okay. You you know, I was was doing some grocery shopping, and and I'm not the picture of of health by any means. I'm a large man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Some people seem to disagree with that, but they're wrong. And um, I don't drink soda. Uh, cause I don't want all the sugar and whatnot from soda. 
Um, I don't drink. I, I try to. I don't have bread at home, uh, like a loaf of bread or hamburger buns or hot dog buns. And for my breakfast burritos, I try. To, I don't try. I do buy low carb tortillas ninety nine percent of the time. Why the yeah. f- and and it's pissing me off now. How come low carb tortillas are twice as much as full carb tortillas? I kind of think I'm getting less carbs. I'm getting less ingredients. My shit should cost half as much. I shouldn't have to be paying twice as much for something that's low carb instead of full carb. It's it's unfair, and it's just not fair. Why is eating healthy so goddamn expensive? Yeah, getting health, uh, eating healthy is definitely uh, an expensive lifestyle. Uh, I do agree with that. I think it's because it doesn't sell as much. So the full carb is the popular item. A lot of people buy it so they can put the price down. Low carb, not as much purchase, so therefore they have to raise the price in order to enjoy the profits that well, they maybe see. Maybe people don't buy as much because they don't want to spend twice as much. I think that's a great argument. Doug, I'm, I'm currently going through the whole 30. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I feel you. It, being healthy is an expensive venture. It's no good. Other that's my that's my only guess. I don't know what else the reason would be. That's my that's my that's guess. That's fair. I I've never thought of that, but and then the counterpart is well, then don't charge as much. Um, but just in general, yeah, it's just all foods. And so then I started thinking about it and I was realizing, and maybe I've already realized this before, but it just came to light for some reason. It's just it's just so unfair that all health foods in general, right? Like you're talking about, you're going through the whole thirty which uh-huh. is eating healthy or I don't really know what the whole 30 is. I've heard of it, but obviously it means you can't just buy cheap shit food, which a majority of Americans buy because it's cost effective. And, you know, people don't make a living wage in a lot of circumstances. And so they have to buy what they can afford. And unfortunately what they can afford is absolute trash and which leads to poor health in Americans. And obviously this is a discussion that, people have had for centuries centuries for, for, <laughs> maybe it has been centuries i don't fucking know it's been had a, quite a bit yeah. um like they, they, there should be government subsidies for cheap food like companies should be rewarded for having low-priced healthy food like i just i don't understand and maybe this is a conversation that's been had and i just wasn't paying attention to it which is probably the case because i don't pay attention to much but it just seems to me like there should be a benefit. The government, somebody should be bent, should be providing some sort of benefit for eating healthy and providing healthy options at, at, at low costs so that Americans can eat healthy when low income people can eat healthy. Um, it just doesn't make sense to me that this is something that everybody's got has to deal with. Of We have to buy cheap shit food because we can't afford healthy, good food. It's just fucking yeah. crazy to me. Yeah, I try, I try. I tried to Google it while you're ranting there. Why is health food so expensive? This says fresh fruits and veggies are more expensive to farm than crops that will be processed. Produce relies on human labor rather than machines, and machines are more efficient and cheaper in the long run. There's one reason. Uh, this says, although many people believe that eating healthy can be expensive, this isn't necessarily true. In fact, following a healthy, well-rounded diet can actually save you money in the long run. That's probably talking about medical bills. Try practicing a few of the tips outlined above, which can make it easier than ever to get healthy without breaking the bank. Uh, so there's some good, there's some good. Uh, is healthy eating too expensive? My low-income parents evaluate the cost. Healthy eating doesn't have to be expensive. So there's a lot of articles out there. 
All right, so. that's fair, and I'm I'm sure there's actually a solution to what I just said. Um, you know, obviously this is something that I haven't put a lot of research into. Um, it's just thoughts that I had. Where else? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's all I got on that. Um, other things in the news. What about your boy Trump? Trump got indicted for having those documents and now the Republicans are claiming that, uh, it's Biden out to shut down his competition so that he can't, uh, beat Biden in the presidential race. Yeah, it's just amazing that the links they go to defend this man. It's like they have the power to just shut down Trump forever, but they fear the Trumper population, 35%. They fear those Trumpers so much they just can't do it. There's no way they can sit there and defend Trump. When you read this story and the indictment and everything that he did with these documents, there's just really no defense of it, but Republicans cannot get rid of that 35% of the population that will vote for Trump no matter what. So therefore they just go to stupid, excessive, just ridiculous links to defend this man. And, and when you look at the, uh, when you read that story, it's full Trump, like it's all Trump, the, the entire, there's no fabrication to this because it sounds exactly like stuff Trump would do. He brags about having secret documents in his hand. People have pointed out that uh, perhaps the Kid Rock interview he did with Tucker Carlson, uh, where he was talking about how Trump showed him a map of North Korea. Uh, oh, I wasn't familiar. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, there's a clip out there that's on that making the runs on Twitter now uh, that Kid Rock was even questioning while he was telling the example of how he was hanging out with Trump at Bedminster in New Jersey uh, of documents he felt he should not be looking at. Should I be looking at this, says Kid Rock? Um, and I, I, that may have helped kind of get into this. You know, he wants lawyers to cover for him at all times. He admires it. Um, he it even though he, uh, in his presidential run, the first time uh, leading up to the election, constantly talked about Hillary's emails, 30,000 emails. He actually believes that Hillary's lawyers went the extra step to uh, to protect her. And he wants that out. There's this yeah. box full of secret documents in a bathroom that has a chandelier in it. It's just, it's yeah, a sitting on the stage, sitting yes, in storage rooms, sitting in bathrooms, sitting on a stage in Mar-a-Lago. Um, I saw a clip of him during the 2016 presidential run where he was talking about how he was going to uh, keep things um, classified. Uh, things weren't going to, you know, he was a nobody's above the law and we will keep things classified, you know, in referent, reference what I'm assuming the emails and whatnot and Hillary Clinton and just talking about how under his presidency, Every nobody's above the law and everybody will help be held accountable and everything will be classified. Things that are classified will remain classified um, and out of the public's views. And 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 he turns around and does that shit. Um, I love that I saw the interview um, recently, I believe, or maybe within the last year or two, which I feel like is recently where he used his he mentioned how he could use his mind bullets to declassify documents. That as the president, all I have to do is say that document's declassified and now it's declassified. Hell, if I even just think about it being declassified, it's declassified. And You're I was right. like, oh, my God, the fucking ex-president of the United States just said I can declassify a document just by thinking about it. It's declassified. I was like, this is incredible that that is he really thinks that, that he yes. can be taking his shit and be like, oh, yeah, 
you know, I should, I should declassify that. But it's just going on in his brain and it never comes out. And, and it's, and now it's declassified. Holy shit with this fucking guy. It's yeah, going to be incredible coming up on the attacks that are going to be delivered upon him. And their actual, the Republican, what is there, 15, 16, 17, 18, 27 people running for the Republican uh, opportunity to be president right now? We're getting up there. We're getting up there. We're, we're getting we're up sure. there. It's, and it's obvious that they're going to use this as fuel to fire their their flames against Trump. And the stuff that they're going to use is factual. Like I don't think they're going to, Doug. I, I really don't think they're going to do that. I think they, really? they can't. They have to have that 35% of Trump supporters. They cannot speak out against them. The only Republican right now who's, or I guess there's three. They're, they're, they're already they're, talking against them. Three people are. Asa Hutchinson from Arkansas, our former governor, uh, Mitt Romney, and uh, Chris Christie. And other than that, man, these these other candidates are they're tiptoeing. They they do not want to come out. Instead, they talk about pardoning Trump if he's charged with anything. If he's ele- if they're elected president, but they but you do recognize that they're 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 not being Christie has not been supportive. But you just brought him up. He talked shit about him. Pence, in some speech in Iowa, talked some minor shit about him, about how he told me I had to I had to choose him over the Constitution, and there's no way I'm going to choose the Constitution over Donald Trump. Um, and Donald Trump, there, we should Donald Trump's not fit to be president because no president should ask anybody to choose him over the Constitution. Um, done the uh, Donald Trump is unfit to run as president or be reelected as president. Um, yes. it's a, it's minor shade. It's not about the documents. Um, mm-hmm. it was before he was indicted. Um, Christie had some pretty negative shit to say about him. I thought DeSantos might've talked a little shit. Um, and then I just feel like now they've got to say, if you're going to continue to talk about how he's not fit and you're going to talk shit about him. This is just has to be something you continue to push in your agenda of saying how he's unfit to be president. I agree. I just don't think we're there yet, but maybe six months from now, maybe we'll be much closer because there's still shit coming down the pike. As they say, the Georgia stuff uh, for January 6th, him trying to overturn the election. So I, I don't think we're close to being done here. I hope I, I expect it to be ugly. And uh, I, and I just, I can't wait to hear, He's already started uh, the uh, the Donald with Christie when uh, his response to Christie coming out to as saying he's going to be running was a a meme, a gif, a gif, a meme of uh, Christie sitting at a table with a shit ton of uh, pizzas in front of him um, mm-hmm. uh, about being, a you know, fat and at a buffet or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, failed. He failed as governor, but he succeeds in eating uh, yeah. just, you know, classic Trump attacks because that's the only way he can deal with uh with this kind of shit uh, it's going to be incredible um and and just like the, whenever he said grab grab him by the pussy and you thought that was going to be the end of him uh-huh. he's going to say some outlandish shit to these guys and it's not going to change a lot of people's opinions which is going to be disgusting and hard to watch and entertaining all at the same time 
Yeah, I, I can't find it entertaining, man. I, I need this dude to to go away, but that's not happening anytime soon. His audience is there with him through thick and thin and through stupidity and crimes. It does not matter. They fully support him 100%. It's an amazing thing to watch, uh, but they uh, that's just the way it is. Nothing we can do about it. And, and not to... and. And to switch lanes and talk a little shit about Joe Biden, um, because you're listening to Off the Rails, where politics are our number one uh, source of entertainment. Um, I've been inundated on stupid Instagram with Joe Biden reels. Like they realized I watched like two in a row um, and maybe watched them two or three times in a row. And the algorithm's like, okay. We know what this guy likes. And now as I scroll up, I'm not even getting mix of videos anymore. It's back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Biden tripping, slurring, uh, walking on stage and they point him to his spot and he walks right past it and stands in another spot and just looks like he's completely lost and then they move him to the podium and he stands there and then he just stops talking and walks over to the other side of the podium where he was originally at he Mm -hmm. looks like a robot when he's moving sometimes i think maybe he's not real anymore um i you know what biden's doing for the country policy wise sure great good job the the man should be banned from public appearances he should be banned from public speaking they need to keep him under wraps. He needs to stop running for re-election. He's too old. He Uh-oh. can't speak. It's amazing. It's, some of these videos are so terrible. I got to thinking, maybe this is fucking AI. Maybe That's it's what? not even real. I was going to wait for you to finish your rant, Doug, because although, yes, he's an old man and he has some stumbles and trips and falls and uh, sometimes misspeaks, man, he's not that awful. I mean, it's it's this isn't something that's constant uh he has some slip ups here and there yes man i i agree that we don't need two 80 year olds running for the president of the united states but i don't know how you're just seeing i think some of what you're seeing is surely doctored and right you should, you should probably start i would start reading the comments to see if uh it's just reels where you just scroll oh oh, oh okay reading the uh, yeah, why what do you think i'm gonna find in the comments but just i feel like the comments are gonna just be anti-biden look at this fool a lot of it will be but there are also comments that will let you know if it's real or fake uh if you scroll enough a lot of times if i want a reel or something i i go and check the comments to see exactly what it is i'm watching so just because 10 people go this isn't real it's ai we believe that it's not real and it's ai no it won't it won't just be 10 people it's going to be the vast majority all right i'll read them but i can't I I'm telling you, it's I've never been there's never been a type of I don't know. I it's a, it's amazing to me how Instagram is doing this to me. They're getting me. And it's in there's not even you know, normally it's like, OK, Joe Biden, scroll up uh, an animal that somebody rescued. Scroll up uh, mm-hmm. something else. Funny, whatever. Scroll up. No, it's scroll Biden, scroll Biden. It's in. They're just inundating me. With Biden's a robot idiot uh, videos, and I'm I'm getting suckered in and believing that they're all real, and I try to tell myself it's not. It can't all be real. But then they're making some funny ones too, um, mm-hmm. where I saw a hilarious one 
where there's like they're making it sound like they've got somebody in, in his ear. They're like, all right. All right, Joe, you're going to go down those stairs, go up the stairs. You're going to have a blue spot. Stand on that blue spot. And then as he's walking up the stairs, they're like, all right, Joe, watch those stairs. You know where you are with stairs. Watch the stairs, Joe. Watch. The... All right. Good job. Now stand on the blue. Nope. Nope. Joe, Joe you passed it. Joe, come back. And then he goes past and stands somewhere there. And they're like, Jesus Christ, Joe, you missed it again. And then he just looks up and then he goes back to the other spot. They're like, no, just stay. Okay, fine. Go back to the other spot. There's one where there's the secret service talking like into their wrist and he's walking off of the, of the, the, uh, the helicopter at the white house. And they're like, all right, president Biden's landing right now. He's going to come up these stairs. We're going to point him over to the sidewalk and into the white house. Everything should be just fine. Smooth. Everybody keep an eye out. And then, all right, the Eagle has landed and he's on his way down the stairs. All right. And they show the secret service guy standing like, all right, president's on his way. I'm going to point him to, all right, pointing. Perfect. He sees me pointing. He shouldn't miss it. We're good. And then he turns around and the guy starts walking up the grass and Joe should be taking a right any second. And then it's like, shit, Joe missed the mark. Everybody watch up. Heads up. Joe missed the mark. He missed it. He's going straight. We're going to need a young woman or a small child to get his attention. Everybody heads up. Let's get the president under control. And it's fucking hilarious. Um, And they're just making me think that he's unfit to. uh... And then uh, I saw something where the ex doctor for Obama and and Trump have said that he's not fit to run as president any longer. <sighs> and there's is a what's a good that dude's an idiot. Is he? Yeah, he's off the rails. Was he was he an idiot with Obama? Yeah, well, I don't think the conspiracy theories were there with Obama. He he went he's gone full conspiracy theory. Oh. Since the Trump years, he's uh, he's a senator in Texas now, right? I think. Oh, that's I don't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, they the I, news didn't the news didn't describe him as anything other than the ex president uh, doctor fella for Obama and Trump administration. Yeah, I think I think we're talking about the same people. Yeah, he's he's gone off he's gone off the charts. That's I don't know. It, it's hard for me to listen to people pontificate on tv Whoa, look at you somebody is um unfit for the presidency because you know you actually need to you know <laughs> be with him in private and go through whatever test and right skin, everything else that you would do with an elderly person to see if they are indeed unfit or not right and that's why i say you know i don't i don't judge him based on his his appearances um and maybe i did did just say that i am judging him i don't know what i said um, I think it's, I think it's comical and it's hilarious. It's Speaking kind of a, what's going on with Biden now. It, I mean, it's a lot of what, you know, liberals did with Trump, uh, saying that he was unfit to run for office again. Now it's kind of, re, it's reverse course. And now all the Republicans who are upset that liberals were saying that for Trump are now saying the same thing for Biden. It's just, it's, that's politics, man. That's how it goes. Yeah. You know, I just sum it up with thanks a lot, Obama. Exactly. It all comes back to <laughs> Um Speaking of absolute craziness, um, I saw something. I think it was on Instagrams when I was looking through the feeds, and it was a shared TikTok reel. I believe it was a couple of comedians on a podcast, and they had were they're questioning how it was possible that they were not aware that there was a movie called tiptoes from 2003 starring gary oldman kate beckinsale 
Patricia Arquette, Matthew McConaughey, and nice. Peter Dinklage. This wow. is an all-star cast of characters. Yeah. There is mm-hmm. a movie called Tiptoes that I thought IMDb said 2005. Wikipedia is saying 2003. Nonetheless, those are major actors. You would think that we would be familiar with this movie in one way or another, and it has completely gone under the radar, and nobody knows it exists, apparently. I do a call to action to the tens of listeners of Off the Rails. Have you seen this movie? If you have not seen this movie, you have got to watch it. It is on Amazon Prime. It is a must. I watched it last night. It is absolutely insane. If you've already seen it, I want to know what you thought about it. If you haven't seen it, I beg of you to go watch it and then report back on what you thought about it. You can hit us up on Facebook, Off the Rails with Will and Doug on Facebook. If you listen through Spotify, there is a way to chat, to send a message, to do a voicemail. Please. I need to know opinions on this movie. William, do you know what I'm talking about? Now, I'm looking at IMDb right now. It does say 2002 rated R. Um, no, it doesn't seem like something that's familiar. It's the story of a peculiar love triangle <laughs> involving two brothers. Who are the two brothers? Is Peter Dinklage a brother nope. with that? Nope. Let me give let me give a little bit of a different description before we go into the written descriptions. The Wikipedia might be a little bit better. I'll give you what I was what I got. It is two brothers. Um, Matthew McConaughey impregnates Kate Beckinsale. She does not know that Matthew McConaughey's entire family are dwarfs. His brother, who is Gary Oldman a full-size real-life human being actor portrays his twin dwarf brother. Now, Gary Oldman is obviously older than Matthew Perry. He does not, or Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. He does not look to be the same age at any point in time. And he's playing his twin dwarf brother. Matthew's entire family, mother, father, aunt, uncle, friends, siblings, everybody in this movie is a dwarf other than Patricia Arquette, Kate Beckinsale, Matthew McConaughey, and Gary Oldman. However, he's playing a dwarf. Pretty much every actor in this movie are dwarfs. I think this might be the largest production uh, with dwarfs that might have surpassed uh, what was, oh, has Willow got a lot of dwarfs in it? Willow is basically 98% dwarfs, yes. But are there a lot of dwarfs in it? Yeah, I'm there's not... a community of dwarfs. A what? A community of dwarfs. Hundreds? Do you think they had hundreds of dwarf actors? I think hundreds would be a good good thought. Great. Now I got to watch Willow. I was yeah. thinking of uh, the Yellow Brick Road, Dorothy. The the I was going to say Oompa Loompas. That's Chocolate Factory. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that movie, whatever that's called, where Dorothy, what is that called? Where the, the tornado comes, the yellow brick road, wizard of Oz. Anyway, I read, it says here on Wikipedia that this is a comedy drama. There is no comedy in this whatsoever. It is 100% a drama. It is actually, they are acting in a serious manner. This is not a spoof on anything. This is not a comedy. It's a complete drama. 
Kate Beckinsale finds out that her in-laws, future in-laws are 100% dwarves and she doesn't know what to think. She calls them midgets throughout the uh, the beginning of the movie. Um, Matthew can, uh, tells her they're not midgets, they're dwarves. She ignores him and continues to call them midgets. She's scared that her uh, child is going to be a dwarf midget baby. Um, she is mad at him. She doesn't know what to do. Um, and yeah. And then we go through the trials and tribulations of dwarfs and whether or not she's going to have a dwarf baby and all of this stuff. It is Peter Dinklage. I don't even know what he, why he's in the movie. He is in a motorcycle gang. He is a Frenchman who falls in love with the hitchhiking Patricia Arquette. They're pointless to this whole fucking movie. Their characters do not belong here. They don't need to be. The writing in this movie is terrible. The story is terrible. The acting from these A-list actors is absolutely atrocious. It is maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. And I couldn't stop watching it because I couldn't believe that this was actually made. That somebody pitched this idea to a movie executive and said, I've got a story about a dwarf family who's going through this drama and there's got a full-size adult son who might have a dwarf baby and we want to talk about the perils of about midgets. And they said, this is going to, that's a great story. Let's do it. It's inappropriate. They don't, oh, I don't even, I don't even know. Read some of the Wikipedia. Do you have it in front of you? It's a fantastic yeah, it, story. The yeah, director, go. Released in the theater, but I'm not finding that it was ever uh, released to the theater. Potentially uh, January 2004, perhaps, released to the theater. I was trying to see if it had a box office. I'm not seeing anything like that on Wikipedia. But do you uh, see... Do you see where it where it was where it was uh, it was present it was shown at Sundance and it was shown at Cannes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with that with that cast, of course it was. Yeah, that, I like the name of the festival it was first showed at. Oh, Harry Knowles Butt Numathon. Yeah, yeah, that's where the film debuted. Where the director's cut. However, the director Bright was fired from the film during post production and subsequently had his screening credit removed after the film was re-edited without his involvement. The 90-minute producer's cut screened at the 2004 Sundance Film Festival where Bright criticized the film and the producers for re-editing it. The producer's cut went on to receive negative reviews and in some reviews has been called one of the worst movies ever made. Hmm. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, I'll check it out. I'm surprised uh, with all those stars that they didn't have the power to kind of erase it from history and that you can still stream it. That's kind of amazing. Exactly. I was kind of shocked that somebody has allowed this to, uh, to, to have prime put it out and prime nonetheless, prime Amazon, you know, one of the top two streaming top five streaming companies that there is OG coming. It's not on like, <laughs> I don't I don't even know of a freeze, uh, which I think is a free streaming channel on smart TVs these days. It's Amazon, yeah. I was I was I watched a show on that last night actually called Jury Duty. Ah, I've 
great, great series. I've seen, I think, the first three or four of, of Jury Duty, and I'm a fan. Yeah, it's it's excellent. The the star of that show is really just one of the most laid back dudes in the world. It, it appears he was. Uh, yeah, seems like he'd be a great friend to have in your life because he's very supportive of of all the shenanigans that was taking place around it. Great, great show. If anybody checks it out, what is Jury Duty? Real quickly, Jury Duty is a uh, show from the uh, producers of The Office uh, that's completely fake. Uh, and everybody knows that everybody are paid actors except for one person. One person thinks that this is a documentary about the jury uh, duty process um, who becomes the four person and they go through in a, a complete trial uh, that lasts, I'm trying to think, maybe 12 weeks or something like that. Holy shit. Maybe less than that, maybe less than 12 weeks, but it's it was at least 30 days. We'll say that somewhere between four and 12 weeks. The entire time he believes it's real. Everybody else is in on the prank. And so after they make the uh, verdict plea, they then let him know that he has been in a TV show. Yeah. Really good. Well, it's well done. See, go watch Jury Duty, but please, before you do that, I beg of you, go watch Tiptoes. It's on Amazon Prime, like I already mentioned. And I'd love to hear your opinion on this. And maybe you don't have to watch the whole thing. I'll tell you, you're not going to see the ending coming. Um, and maybe you do see it. I didn't see it, but I was like, holy shit. And then the movie ended. Um, is there a reason why the movie is called Tiptoes that you can find in the movie? Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't think. I don't. No. Nothing's okay. jumping out at me. That's why it's called Tiptoes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now I feel like I missed something. I didn't give it. Listen. <laughs> It's possible that I was on my cell phone some of the time um, when I was watching it because the worst rated movies of all time. How are you going to be on your cell phone, Doug? No distractions. No distractions. I would I would get off of my cell phone and rewind it if I felt like I missed something important. But then I did realize it's like, shit, there's a lot going on here that requires visuals, um, not just listening to it. So I did put my cell phone down. But. I think I was just in such shock of what I was watching. I'm pretty sure my mouth was agape the whole time, like on the yeah. floor. Like, what? I can't believe this happened, that I probably missed some stuff because I was so flabbergasted at what was happening. Yeah, well, we'll give it a shot. I, I don't know when, but we'll, we'll try it out. Nothing to lose there. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to watch it. Good. I like films. I like bad movies. I can, I can get on board with that. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go to a little bit of local news. Lincoln, Nebraska. This is a fun little Doug. story. Doug, I have a quick question. Go ahead. Are you aware of who Matt Reif is? I do know who Matt Reif is. He's a piece of man meat comedian that all the ladies love. Are Are you a fan of this guy? Um, I I don't not like him. There's I've seen some comedy before. He was the Matt Reif that he is today that I kind of liked, but now I feel like maybe he's being too much of the Matt Reif that the ladies want him to be, and I don't find him as funny anymore. Um, but there was a moment when I was like, "Yeah, Matt Reif's kind of funny." I okay. damn sure wouldn't pay to I wouldn't pay to go see him. Okay. What do you think I of just, Matt Reif? Kind of interesting. Well, so I've been off social media for a few weeks, but before that. Uh, just kind of like you said with Joe Biden uh, making all your reels, Matt Reif became very large 
on my reels. Uh, and I couldn't figure it out. And I couldn't figure out who the guy was. Some of the clips were funny. Some others were not. I ended up watching one of his specials, I believe, on Netflix, I want to oh, say. Oh, wow. Didn't laugh a lot through that. Um, and then I there was, a, there was a, a lot of commotion like on Tuesday of this week at work. Uh, like multiple co-workers trying to get Matt Reif tickets uh, for both Tulsa and Kansas City. And I just, I didn't, I didn't realize this guy was big because obviously all of his reels are in small comedy clubs. Yeah. But he had like a hundred city tour and they all are selling like freaking hotcakes. He's like the, the most wanted ticket in America right now. I just found yeah. that very crazy. And I, some, his team or him, whoever was responsible for, getting these reels out in the world. And apparently he has 13 million followers on TikTok. Oh, wow. The guy perfected social media to uh, a large sum of money for him. So credit to him for that. That's pretty amazing. Well, I can say that this is, and this has been, this has been, I think, kind of sudden. It's, it's uh, you know, he's been around for a long time. I mean, he's very young. So, uh, yeah. but he's been doing comedy for a while. Um, and then it's just kind of, he's just caught a lot of steam and has gotten super fucking a hot ticket as of late. And yes, in the last week, I've seen more about Matt Reif. And apparently, yes, I, there's somebody I know personally. She was ranting and raving on Snapchat about trying to get Matt Reif tickets. I better get yeah. these tickets. I, I've been trying to get these tickets. I better be able to get. And just like, if I don't get these tickets, I'm going to be so mad. Um, and then she got the tickets and then I saw something else about people getting tickets. And then I saw some, uh, KFC from Barstool Sports did something about Matt Reif and tickets. Um, and then I was like, Jesus, I, I've never been inundated with so much Matt Reif stuff in like a 72 hour span. What the hell is going on that this guy's so suddenly hot? Now, I don't know what it is. Um, I saw like, it just, it just seems like it's sudden to me. Yeah. It's very sudden. It's real. I mean, he just... He just showed up on my Instagram, like, I don't know, within the last month. And then it was more and more and more clips. And I was like, why does he keep showing up in my algorithm? Um, and it just, and now he's the biggest thing in the world. So obviously TikTok uh, made him popular. It's an amazing story. Uh, and then uh, obviously when you're on Instagram and the Facebook, you're way, you're, you're like three or four weeks behind the TikTok world, apparently, is what I'm kind of gathering because by the time he got to my Instagram reel, apparently he'd already blown up on TikTok. So. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok, yeah. TikTok's first. And then you, next thing you know, you start seeing people post that shit on Instagram. TikTok's the place to, the place to be to see that stuff. Fucking yeah. I'm, I'm impressed that you went and watched uh, a whole routine, a whole stand up of his. Well, I wanted to see if you know if it was something I could enjoy, something I could get a kick out of, and uh, it didn't quite it didn't quite. That's okay. I like it. I'm proud of you. I didn't, like, I didn't like the full special. All right, there, there you go. Now I'm definitely not gonna watch his specials. I don't watch <laughs> a lot of comedy specials anyway, but no, uh, I, I love some comedy specials. I'm happy to watch them. How I found like Nate Bargatze, who I I love, just think the world of him. Matt Rife is actually playing the the Tulsa Cox Convention Center the same night as Nate Bargatze plays the BOK Center. They're right next door to each other. So oh no shit, yeah. Pretty obviously BOK is much bigger than where Rife's going to be. Yeah, BOK is much bigger for sure. What do you think about Theo Vaughn? You know, I like him from the the Road Rules days. Um, I don't follow his comedy at all i don't listen to his podcast uh one bit so i don't really have much of an opinion on him i just i, I know he's very popular but i've i've never i'm not i 
even though we make these pod, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I sure. Guess. Uh, I listen to music. Yeah. Uh, so my Theo Vaughn is, uh, I enjoyed him way back in the day. And that was like, probably like what, 20 years ago at this point that he was oh, on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was he was OG one of the first one or two episodes probably seasons. Yeah, you're probably right about that. He may have been around the time of the Miz as well. Uh, he was with the Miz. There we go. Wow, look at that. Uh, I will tell you a, a podcast I really uh, I'm starting to get into is Smartless with Jason Bateman, uh, Will uh, Arnett, Arnett, and Sean Hayes. They have a documentary on HBO Max on their uh, their tour that they did for their podcast. It was hilarious. Six episodes of just comedy. I laughed throughout. Erica laughed throughout, and so now I've started. I've started listening to their pod with their most recent episode, Kaylee Cuoco. So there's so the H- there's a six yeah. episode HBO show. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I've seen I've seen half ass previews of that. One didn't really focus or pay attention to what it was. Um, I might have to get involved in that. Backing up a little bit though, I wasn't necessarily referring to Theo Vaughn as like just his podcast. Um, you know, his comedy was what I was referring to. And I really, I hope that your algorithm lets you free of Matt Rife. Now that we're talking about it and obviously they're listening, whether Mm -hmm. or not they're showing up on our feed as one of the tens, um, they're out there, they're listening right now and it's not even aired yet. You're going to start getting some, some Theo Vaughn reels. I hope, I think Theo Vaughn is maybe one of the funniest men on the face of the earth. The shit that he says you don't know if it's real or if he's just making it up. He's from Louisiana. He plays it off um, like he just was just experienced some real crazy shit in his life. Um, he's so quick. Uh, I, I'm going to try to find this reel where he he does call ins on his podcast, which I do listen to. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's called This Past Weekend with Theo Vaughn um, yeah. and they're recorded calls, but they say, hi, Theo, uh, my name is Doug. I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska. And he and he pauses the recording and he every time has some something about the, the state and or city that that person's from. And so, hi, Theo, this is Doug from Lincoln, Nebraska. He goes, oh, Lincoln, Nebraska. That's where the corn cop and he'll just say some random funny ass fucking shit about that location. And there's a real where it's just clip after clip after clip of him talking about the city or state that that individual's from. And the shit mm-hmm. that he says is so fucking outlandish and hilarious that it's, <laughs> it's enough just right there to make you fall in love with the guy. Um, so now heads up, I'm going to make magic happen. If the algorithm do- doesn't, I'm going to start blowing up your Instagram with some of what I think are the funniest Theo Vaughn feeds reels. And we'll see what you think about Theo Vaughn. All right, we'll get on that. Speaking of comical, Lincoln, Nebraska, in the news, as a man uses baby stroller to steal thousands of dollars worth of wine in Champagne. Mm. Kind of a good idea, but also very surprised he got away with it. Um, a man was arrested after they claim he used a baby stroller to steal worth of wine and champagne. Now, that sounds like a lot of champagne and wine, doesn't it? I mean, if you're buying some $10 brute, some $10 wine, that's 360 bottles. This man got away with... Why is it not in this story right now? The other story I read the other day had the amount. It was like he came, like the first day 
he got seven bottles. And the second day he came back in and got two more. So it was like nine bottles. I did the math. It, it basically worked out to be like $411 a bottle. Oh, he was going for the good stuff. <laughs> he, he went big time with the well, amount see, I, of. I was going to ask for the baby stroller. I mean, those things, the weight limit on those things is pretty small because, you know, baby stroller. So I was curious how he was doing such a thing, but that makes more sense now. Yeah, so he didn't have a lot of bottles in there, so there, it didn't it didn't get weighed down. Maybe it didn't look clanky, and he was able to, I don't know, man. But still, he 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 rolled up in there and threw seven bottles of booze in his cart, his baby stroller, and dipped. And then since That's it was horrible. successful, say it again. You figure the uh, there, there's got to be security cameras in the alcohol aisle for sure. Well, that's yeah. how. So the, he got away with it, and the way that they found out is through doing inventory. So when it came came time to doing inventory, they came up missing some shit. The bottles to money ratio didn't work out. They're like, "Why are we missing three thousand six hundred fifteen dollars worth of inventory? That's a lot of money to be missing in inventory." So they yeah. went back to the cameras. And sure as shit, they found this guy putting bottles in his baby stroller. Um, and they found out who it was, and he got arrested for it. Wow. Uh, is, there any, uh, is there any quotes from him on what he was, what the purpose behind stealing the wine and champagne was? I mean, was there a special event and pressing a date? Anything uh, from that? At this time, there is not. This story was updated on June 7th. So it recently happened. There are no updates quite yet. Unfortunately, they don't. They no longer have mug shots um, in the journal Star. There is a way where you can go see mug shots, but I never remember what it is. Not that that has anything to do with why he did it. But I think that's a fantastic question. And it's a question that I didn't think of when I read this article. Um, yeah. What do you think is I. So you don't think maybe it was personal consumption. Maybe. You think, I don't know, you're right. Big bottles no. like that could have been a, a major celebration. Um, I think I've, impress a girl. Has to be to impress a girl. Okay. There have been. We're in, we're in the time of graduations. Summer. Yeah. 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 Could have been for a quinceanera. Uh, yeah. Could have been. Could have been that. Uh, I'm going to go with impress a girl. I don't know if we're going to come. I don't know if we're ever going to get the answer to this, but. That's Do you think with. the impressing the girl? So that's we're talking nine bottles, mm -hmm. four hundred dollars a bottle. Mm -hmm. Is he making a uh, a liquor uh, section in his house, and he wants to have like she comes over and is like, "Dang, look at that! You got an impressive selection." Or, or just one bottle a night for a date. He, yeah, he doesn't store the uh, collection. Uh, he he decides to to make her dinner yes. in the house. They come home from dinner. Yes, they were on wine. You pull out this freaking classy ass bottle. Yes, the girl. Maybe she comes back. Now you got a second classy ass bottle, and now you're now you're rolling at this point. Yeah. Of course, the issue is you're having to steal these bottles. I, I have to imagine you perhaps live in an apartment, maybe, uh, and not in a big house. That would be even more impressive with a nice car, which would be even more impressive. So I don't know. Maybe that doesn't make any sense now that I throw that out there. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't. No, that I disagree. I could be a bachelor, um, living in a in an apartment. Having I can have a nice apartment. And now, but your bottle, your bottle would cost as much as your rent. 
who how come somebody that makes has a good makes a good living can't live in an apartment they could if it's a really high rise nice apartment like those apartments down downtown in lincoln uh i mean if you if you're living there that's great that's great if you're if you're just in a normal apartment complex i would say yeah that's not I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna believe that. Plus, I'm gonna look at your apartment with how you have it furnished. I think there would just be a lot of red flags there. Yeah. If you're born at an apartment complex and you're eating out of paper plates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, throws out a four hundred dollar bottle. Yeah, and if you're doing it date by date, now that's. I mean, we're stretching that. We got nine different occasions where this yeah. dude brought out a four hundred dollar bottle, and you know, maybe some of them were worth less and some of them were worth more, but nonetheless. You know, we're average expensive bottles nine times over. Now there's also an expectation. Now he's got to keep the lie alive. He's got to fuck, man. I've I've set forth an expectation of now every time I get together with this chick, she's expecting baller beverage. I got to get on the good foot and get that baby stroller back out. Also, is the baby stroller his baby? Does he have a baby? Does he borrow the baby stroller? Thank you. That was my next question. How, what what's the baby stroller from? That's a good that's a great point. Need to know that as well. There's more to this story. We got to find out, Doug. Yeah, I think Where it was. A, what store was it? Um, at uh, Wine Wall Wall to Wall Wine and Spirits on 27th and Superior. So I think it's one of those big ones that 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 used to look like a Toys R Us that maybe was a Toys R Us and now it's a big old wine and booze store. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty it. impressive. William, you had some stuff on your list. Let's talk about it. Choose one and go. Let's go with the... Let's go with Texas teens charged over smart fart spray pink prank that sickened students and evacuated school. I don't know anything about this story, but I can tell you that in Luling, Texas, when I was in high school... We had a uh, some sort of uh, speaker. Something was going on in the high school gymnasium. Um, I don't remember if I was in junior high or high school. I feel like it was high school. And it was like, everybody report to the gymnasium. And there was somebody there that was talking to the kids and trying to motivate or maybe keep us out of being criminals. Maybe he was an ex-thug crime dude and wanted to tell us the trials and tribulations and how he turned himself into a good person. And now he speaks to students. Somebody dropped and we had those giant industrial fans in the gymnasium to circulate air and help keep us cool in a hot summer, a hot, warm day in South Central Texas. And somebody threw one of those glass vials of stank bomb in front Mm -hmm. of a fan. I don't know how we didn't know who it was. And maybe people did know who it was because I don't know how you can get away with breaking one of those glass vials. But needless to say, it fucked up the whole gymnasium and we got evacuated because it was so disgusting. We couldn't stay in there. What was your story and go? Sounds uh, similar. A pair of Texas teens have been charged with felonies. Felonies. Jesus. Yeah. For allegedly unleashing a noxious fart spray inside their high school as a prank, sickening students and triggering multiple evacuations. Earlier this month, it occurred at Caney Creek High School, 45 miles north of Houston. Uh, following an investigation, police arrested two people aged 17 and 18, charging them with possession of a prohibited weapon, a third-degree felony punishable by up to 10 years in prison, Douglas. Uh, both youngsters have since been released on a $3,000 bond. Uh, May 3rd, a strong gas-like odor was detected at the high school, prompting firefighters to evacuate all students. Jeez. The next day, but around noon, the school was evacuated a second time. What? 
same foul odor. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. The building remained closed until May 5th. Uh, when the stomach-turning smell finally dissipated. School officials said six students were hospitalized after complaining. What? At least eight others reported feeling ill. A hazardous, hazardous <laughs> material crews spent three days uh, scouring the campus. Oh, with my God. Over some fart spray? Yeah. Uh, one student allegedly confessed uh, to bringing uh, what Carney Creek and Fire Rescue described in a statement as a highly concentrated prank. Stink spray called Hens Got Fart Spray. The spray is marketed online as a gag toy that creates a smell like real poo and fake vomit. There you go. What's it, what's it called? Hems? H-I-M-S? Uh, it's called uh, H-E-N-S-G-A-U-K-T. Hens got. That's how, that's how I'm pronouncing. I don't know if that's correct. Galt. Hens Galt fart spray. I can purchase this on Amazon right now. Hens got stink fart spray. Extra strong, smelly, like 14th century sewage. Hilarious and funny gag gifts and pranks for boys and girls. I can get a two pack of this for $9.99. It will be here. Tomorrow on wow. June 11th, as long as I order within the next five hours and 55 minutes. Yeah, well, just know that it's uh, that 999 turns into a felony punishable up to 10 years in prison. Make sure that there should be a disclaimer on that poop spray uh, <laughs> that if used in a public uh, section uh, and you are caught, <laughs> you will be then thrown into prison. And that's not a good, I don't think that's a good prison story. No. Okay. A good prison story to share. No, that's I, what do you think? I think that's a bit extreme uh, from everybody involved. I mean, I can't imagine it's a spray. I understand that it's potent and it's uh, extra strong, but to bring hazmat crews in to get charged with a felony for kids that said they. I think the kids that went to the hospital were like, fuck this, I'm getting out of class. I'm missing some school. I'm going to the hospital. Yeah, I just think, oh, you think, oh, no, I, th I think the kids generally got sick. I, the hazmat was there because they didn't know what the smell was, and they didn't know what the chemicals were. So they were trying, they were still doing the investigation when the hazmat team was there, trying to figure out where uh, this, they, they were thinking something was in the school. Like there was some type of leak happening uh, that is creating this poisonous gas uh, that's getting multiple people sick. <coughs> oh. I realized it was a prank. Gosh, back in my day, we knew that was just a stink bomb. Yeah, you would think. Uh, you would think that. Um, you would think that. I, I would agree with that. That should be an immediate thought process is that um, somebody has tried to do a prank. Here's one in North Carolina, Doug. Students pour cement into toilets and seem to prank. <laughs> this, this happened. Uh, this, uh, North Carolina School District is investigating a senior prank at Williams High School in Burlington, which caused over $4,000 in damages. The school system says students gained entry overnight and poured cement into the toilets and urinals. Um, uh, maintenance crews are cleaning up overturned desks, damaged lockers, graffiti, eggs, and trash at several other high schools. God. Vandalism are also reported across the district. Uh, so just some just some good old kid teenage fun, Doug. My stars. That's quite the uh 
That's quite the prank. I, yeah, I don't. Why you got to be abused? Why do you have to be destructive? Don't destroy shit yeah, that's, that's in your school. I understand if you charge those kids because that's just some bullshit. Pouring cement in the toilet, overturning stuff, destroying property—that's uncalled for. That's not a prank. That's yeah. that's just. That's- that's it's vandalism. It's vandalism. God, I'm so glad I couldn't think of what the word was. <laughs> yeah, well, those kids are not getting to walk at their high school graduation. Yeah, but they're not getting charged with any crimes. They're just getting. <laughs> you can't walk. We don't. We don't know that yet. I. I don't see. There's nothing in the article that says they're getting charged, but they did cause vandalism. So I, I think there's probably going to be more to come with that. Uh, but right now, the punishment is. Uh, not getting to walk at graduation. William, we're over an hour, but there's two more things on your list that I would like to cover. First one being the video showing, speaking of stupid teenagers, Mm -hmm. I saw this as well. There's a clip of an 18-year-old already graduated in Mexico. Yeah, just graduated. Just graduated in Mexico? Off the coast, somewhere over there. Off the coast, uh, in somewhere in Mexico. They're on a booze cruise. It's a mm-hmm. high school. There's a, a group of high school kids on a booze cruise getting all tipsy because they can do that down there. Mm-hmm. And I believe they were heading in after a full day of being out on the water. Um, so they were definitely intoxicated. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know for what reason, but a young man, because he's 18, drunk and feels invincible, uh, jumped into the uh, ocean. Yeah, and <laughs> they're right. The story, Doug. This was on TMZ, your number one source for all things news. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Doesn't mean that I retain the information enough to give you an accurate description of what happened. Go ahead, you do it. Um. So, Cameron Robbins. It's a, it's a tragic story because he was not found, so he is presumed dead. Uh, jumping off a boat in the Bahamas, Doug. There we go. Yes. Uh, him, him jumping off the boat may have caused a, suffered a concussion. He was celebrating his high school graduation with friends on a sunset cruise on the 24th of May when he went overboard. Allegedly, uh, somebody dared him to do this. That's unfortunate. Whoa. And unfortunately, he was jumping into shark-infested waters. This was around 9.40 p.m., uh, despite the best efforts of the Royal Bahama Defense Force with the assistance of the U.S. Coast Guard, imagine all those people having to come together based off of a dare and a prank. That's amazing. Uh, the search for the team was called off three days later. After br- being presumed dead, his family held a memorial service. Um, they uh, they don't believe Robbins came into contact with sharks. Um, uh, which has worked. Uh, uh, is that all it says about sharks? That we don't believe. Okay, so I read a different article that said that he jumped into a portion of the water in the Bahamas that is definitely shark-infested with a lot of sharks. And there is a video where they think that you can see a shark a matter of feet in front of him um, coming out of the water a little bit and, like, doing a quick turnaround or something. Um, So they think that it, there could be a possibility because he was in shark-infested waters. In the video, they show where they think this is a shark in front of them. Could be a concern. Reason for concern. Yeah. Yeah, and there's also a theory that he may have got a concussion when he jumped overboard. Yeah. Uh, when he jumped into the water, uh, he could have hit his head on the boat. He could have hit his head on the water, like slapping the water with his head. Either way, it could cause dizziness or confusion on top of the alcohol that he had already had, apparently. 
Uh, rescuers don't believe he was eaten by sharks because he didn't seem to be in distress. Uh, it's kind of weird. Uh, so they're just basing it off of this one video. Yeah, in that video, he wasn't in distress. He was going yeah. for a leisure swim because he assumed the boat would be able to stop and scoop him up, or he could just swim to the boat. And I don't understand yeah. why the boat was unable to stop and find him. It just doesn't make sense on how somebody can disappear so quickly. Um, or How difficult do you think it would be to get to the captain and say that someone has swum overboard, and by the time you get to the captain and by the time they, I mean, you, you turn around the cruise boat, you can no longer find him. Um, the, the weird thing is that they did immediately throw him a life ring. Yep, you can see that in the video as well. He It's a big, bright orange life ring that's thrown out that's thrown out 20 feet in front of him. And yeah, if there's a current, you're not going to be able to catch that 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 life ring. Yeah, uh, sad story, unfortunate prank. Uh, I don't know what. I, I mean, I get it. I, you try to think back of when when you were 18. I'd have done it. That's some type of shit I'd have been dumb enough to do. Off a cruise ship, and there's really you you have to think of what the risk involved of jumping off the cruise ship. And you have to be able to, like, uh, you know, in football, they used to say uh, only three things can happen when you throw a pass. Two of them are bad. Uh, kind of the same thing with a cruise, jumping off a cruise ship on a dare. Uh, out of all the uh, all the scenarios that you could think of that could potentially happen if you do jump off the cruise ship, uh, like 95% of them are bad. <laughs> That's that's it. There's, there's not a lot of positive uh, to the ups. There's no upside to jumping off a cruise ship. Well, also, you're saying cruise ship. I wonder how big this boat was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how big it was. That's that's another concern. I, I agree with you. I didn't think about that, how much time it takes to get to the captain of the boat, to alert the captain so the captain can stop and do what he's got to do to go find the person. Uh, I don't I don't know how big it was. It's definitely tragic. Uh, you know, you, how does the kid, how do the people feel that dared him to do it? Um, yeah. Just, you know, all the people that witnessed it and you just don't think of that being as serious of a thing when you're at that age and you're intoxicated. It's just fun, right? We've all jumped off of a boat before into the sure. water. Sure. It was probably a small, uh, uh, it was a lake and it was off mm -hmm. of a regular size boat and it was during yeah. the day. Um, but yeah, it's just so it's, ugh, it's so bad. And I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say, be careful, people, but I doubt we've got any teenagers listening. So adults, you should be smart enough to know better. Um, there's one last thing I want to talk about. I'm intrigued by it. It's one word. Tips. Tips. Doug, I don't know. This could be part of the algorithm uh, for my Google searches, but I am starting to see a lot of articles <laughs> revolving around tips and how uh, places that you uh, like. There was one article in particular. It said uh, the, uh, an employee got mad at a customer who ordered a two dollar uh, ice cream cone and was upset that she did not get a one dollar tip in, uh, from it. And now in every restaurant you go to with so many people ordering online and picking up the order, there's always going to be that option to include a tip mm. on your order. And now everybody's, uh, it appears based off the algorithm I have with my Yahoo and Google searches, I'm getting a whole bunch of writings and articles as to what the proper tip etiquette for 2023 is with such something so simple as placing your order online and then going to pick it up at a restaurant. Nice. Is there support? 
be required. That was just what I was going to, what's the answer? I don't know the answer. Me and Amzie have this topic. We've, we have this discussion before. Shout out to Amzie. Also, she brought me some jello shots. Friend of the pod, Amzie. Um, what's the answer? I, the answer to me is no, you should not tip. I mean, I, the, there's no def, definite answer because there's so many articles out there about tips. But the answer to me is no. If you did minimal work, all you did was take the order, make the food as you do, and put it in a sack. There is no tip required for that. But I will say as a former employee of Sonic, I never expected to get tips. And I got tips all the freaking time at Sonic because people didn't want coins. So at the end of the day, I would have like $60 in tips from people who came to Sonic who uh, who would place an order for like $1.73 and they just give me $2. They tell me to keep the 27 cents. That shit added up throughout the day. Uh, nice. That was great. Um, but now, of course, now we're in a cashless society basically. So this is all done online. Uh, I will say I go to Rice Barbecue and I always tip for that. So I kind of go against what I'm well, saying. Well, what, so what does that mean though? What is rights? What, why are you eating inside? Is somebody bringing your food or no, we, we order online. I go and pick it up. I pay. It gives me that option for the tip. I put in a custom amount and I always tip $5. Okay. Why? I don't, I don't have the answer to that. I feel, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> Part of it is the fact that uh, Erica is celiac and gluten-free. So there are extra instructions and steps that they have to take in order for Erica to not be deathly sick at the after the meal of course i don't know that if she's going to be deathly meal and, and, uh, sick until she actually eats it but i'm i'm pre i'm pre-tipping uh based off of the fact of, of previous trips that we can con- continue going to rice barbecue because she never gets sick so i think i'm tipping for the extra work that they have to change their gloves they have to wash their hands they have to get a new meat out of the freezer they're having to do some extra steps for our orders based off of our celiac lifestyle i think that's why i tip i think that's the how i how I, how I reason in my head with it. What about, so you're saying when you place an order and then you go inside and grab it yourself, you don't tip. Fair. What about, do you ever go anywhere where you place an order and they bring it out to your car? What if they bring it out to my car? What if I park right in front of the door <laughs> where they carry it out and they have yeah. to walk outside, which they're probably happy to get out of the building for the 12 seconds that they are. And they hand me my food through the window, say, thank yeah. you. And I say, thank you. Have a good night. And they say the same thing and we leave. Yeah. the It's what they're doing their entire shift. <laughs> so technically, no, you should not get a tip. The only reason I would tip is if perhaps maybe there's some weather. I'm making them walk a few steps in the weather. Well, well, yeah. $2. Then you're, you're just you're an wet. asshole. Then you're just an asshole and you have to tip. I will never order delivery or do anything that requires somebody going out in the rain. My friend ordered pizza the other day and I was like, oh, nice. You get pizza. And then I heard, I didn't even realize it was raining. She was like, oh man, it's raining. I was like, you bitch, you got the, you got the dude from Domino's coming to your house in a torrential downpour. Well, yeah. I was like, no, that's rude. That's uh, probably one the busiest. That's probably their busiest time is during weather. Oh man, that's terrible. I never think of that. Wow. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to go out, babe. It's raining. Just get delivery. Yeah. Let's just yeah. punish them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make them get out. They chose the, the they chose this current life they're leading. Yeah. I didn't Yeah. It's but their choice. Next, 
there there is a weather tip. I think there has to be a weather tip. But again, it's just there's tipping for everything now. And the article about the two dollar ice cream cone, it's a ridiculous story uh, that the employee would actually get mad that she didn't get a dollar tip for a two dollar ice cream cone. So I I go in to the facility. I order an ice cream cone. She makes my ice cream cone. It's it's and I don't leave a tip. That's what she's mad about. Yes. No, you don't get a tip. There's no tipping. Yeah. So I think I, I think based off of how we've just talked it out, I think there's certain examples of when you would tip. Uh, I will say that I don't I I don't have a rhyme or reason for this, but sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, and I feel weird about it every single time on what is correct to do. I do always tip if I'm doing uh, hands free. If I'm doing, uh, is that don't no, no not hands free, uh, car car side curbside. Yeah. If I do curbside, I 100% all the time tip. If I do the go in, um, if I've prepaid, there's no tip. If there's sometimes where it's like you you call it in but you go in and pay, or if you yeah. just get it to go and they're standing there and they hand you the receipt that you have to sign, and they're just standing at there looking at you, and at the bottom of the form it says tip, and you're like, tip, but you ain't do nothing. I came in and ordered the food, and they guilt I'm guilted into tipping sometimes. That's what I'm saying. That's that's where we're at right now, because everything you buy now, there's going to be a tip option on the receipt. That's where we're at. Yes. It's everywhere now. And this this argument started from TikTok. My daughter is going crazy out here. But a woman has sparked a debate about tipping etiquette after she claimed that an ice cream shop worker got upset when she didn't tip for a $2 cone. Uh, This was at a local Ben & Jerry's. The woman started off her video by noting that she only ordered one thing, a waffle cone without the ice cream. I just wanted a nice, fresh, warm cone. So I walk over to the counter. I was like, hi, can you just give me a waffle cone? She goes, yeah, sure. That'll be $2. She noted right as she put her card on an iPad screen to pay, the option to tip came up. That's that's what's happening in every restaurant now. Uh, Sid then shared her take about why she opted not to tip for a cone. I didn't say this out loud, but in my head, I was like, I'm not tipping you on a cone. You literally just offered me a cone. The percentages were in name. I was like, I'm not tipping you $1 on a $2 cone that you just handed to me. Yeah. Uh, and that after she selected the no tip option on the screen, the employee was not pleased. She mimicked an upset hand gesture as she hit her hands on the table to represent the cashier's apparent reaction to not receiving a oh, tip. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I wouldn't have tipped. What about uh, if we start seeing tips in grocery stores because they bag our groceries for us? Well, I mean, we are we already got yeah at the, inside the grocery stores. Yeah, I think that's a, <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to happen because we already had to tip when they bring your. Uh, groceries out to you and when you do the grocery delivery you have to tip on that for the driver so yeah i think i think that's around the corner at some point right i don't tip when i get my groceries all the time sometimes they do sometimes i don't well you know little old ladies they've i think they've been tipping since the early days of when they go to a grocery store yeah give a dollar or two to the to the baggers but so many grocery stores also, they make you bag your own shit if you go into a grocery store at this time. Fuck them. That's why I'll never go. I don't. I hate grocery stores that make me bag my own stuff. I refuse to go to, I, I, I believe, I'm not sure, I haven't been to a Walmart in years, but it pretty much is, are all Walmarts selfless now? Self-checkout? 
No, but they they are awfully close. I mean, they're I mean, it's it's definitely their push is to get everybody to do their own checkout process. But no, I mean, they're they're not all there. There's there's always going to be one or two aisles open for a Walmart worker to do it for you. Okay, um, but it's definitely the majority is you do everything. If you want me to do my own checking out, my own bagging, my own checking out, then there should be an automatic twenty percent discount. <laughs> if you go to the self checkout, twenty percent discount off the top. You go to somebody else, you're paying full price. I think that's uh, fair. I worked at the Walmart Complaint Center for uh, a year, and I can't tell you how many phone calls we had. Hey, uh, you're not paying me to do this. Uh, there's so many phone calls uh, complaining about uh, the self checkout <laughs> and the fact that we're not. I'm not getting paid to do that. And there's so many complaints also about people who do the self self checkouts. Uh, who claim they did everything correctly, but end up getting a uh, hit with shoplifting uh, because they forgot to uh, scan an item or two. Well, then you didn't do everything correctly. Well, I know that's, that's the argument, <laughs> but that, that, that they feel they're, they're being targeted. You know, they're, they're going through the self-checkout. They're doing their best. They weren't trained to do the self-checkouts uh, like the Walmart workers were. So uh, I shouldn't really get this shoplifting charge that you provided on me. Uh, because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I thought I did everything correctly. Turns out perhaps I forgot an item. Um, I will pay for it. Let me go. But no, you, you don't get that option. You, you're hit with shoplifting. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's been an hour and 20 minutes. Thanks for listening to Off the Rails, episode number 82. No, that's your podcast is 82. We're like yeah. off the rails. That's yeah. my bad. No yeah. judgments here is coming up yeah. on their 82nd episode. Just had 81 yeah. out. This podcast, I think we're at 50s. I'm on. Um, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Go listen to tip, go watch Tiptoes. William, yeah. don't forget to listen to Pressure by MGK. I can't wait to hear your take on it. And uh, thanks for joining me. And everybody, thanks for listening. We're out. Peace out, man. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure is always mine. Give we're Dog and Will, and we are off the rail, off the rail. All right, man. It's been a pleasure. William, I didn't even stop recording yet. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I can't find the button. I cannot find the stop recording button. Found it. We're out. All right.